Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. And this one is called Burning Bridges and Taking Names. And what do I mean by that? Uh, I simply mean by that it's, it's a play on the term kicking ass and taking names. And a lot of us, uh, a lot of us in the industry, what I see oftentimes happening in our industry is a situation where people are burning bridges with contacts, with colleagues, with friends, with coworkers um, in the sake of ego, uh, for the sake of their ego, uh, and they feel like they're kicking ass and taking names, but what they're actually doing uh, is burning bridges and taking names. And eventually that equity that you have with other people will run out, and eventually your life will become very, very difficult because it is hard to do anything of meaning in this world, in this life, completely on your own. Very, very difficult. It, it takes, uh, you know, we as humans are a social species. We are, uh, we are very, very social and we are designed uh, to be social. We're designed to operate as uh, social beings and uh, really we as humanity, the collective hive mind of humanity is very strong and that shared knowledge, that shared capability is what makes us as a species, the most dominant species on the planet. And so I, the, the reason why I wanted to talk about this particular subject today is because I had a situation, I actually had two situations happen yesterday at the office that I thought demonstrated this really well. And I actually had a coworker ask me a really uh, clear and pointed question uh, along these lines. And so we, we started talking about this, and we ended up having about an hour conversation about this very topic, and I thought that it might be super useful for those of you out there who are, you know, who are reliant on teams, who are building teams, who are building businesses, who are having to work with uh, you know, partners, vendors. Uh, basically, if you're having to have human relationships, and that's 99.9% .9 of us out there in the world today, if you have to have human interactions on a daily basis with other people, uh, then this hopefully will be valuable to you. And so what happened yesterday, there was, there was two separate instances that happened with, uh, so uh, I was at Mustache Republic and uh, I jumped on a call with a uh, prospective new vendor partner that we were looking to open a dialogue with and ask some technical questions to and, and there was a specific part of their platform which was going to do some new things and so we were, we were basically reaching out and, and when I reached out to the company, uh, the the basically the partner manager that reached out back to me is somebody that I've known from the industry for quite some time for for a number of years and when we first uh, when we arranged the call when I first jumped on the call with her to have this initial dialogue she was like Jason you realize uh, she said I looked back through our LinkedIn profiles and she said we've uh, worked or done business together uh, over five separate companies uh, and I thought to myself, hmm, that's, that's super interesting. And so it was, it was easy for us to, I guess, pick up where we left off uh, at our last dialogue with our reach, each of our respective prior positions where we had had uh, done business together. And so it was just a very natural flow on conversation from there. Uh, she told me what she was doing and, and what her role, new role was. And um, then we started getting into the brass tacks of what we wanted to talk about uh, commercially and technically. Uh, but it was just, it was just a, a really strong reminder that uh, there's, there's, we are, especially in the digital space and e-commerce space, it is a small, uh, a very, very small community uh, that works in this industry. Now, for outsiders looking in, it might seem like a huge industry with you know, tens of thousands of people, but really... 
uh, the people that stick at this industry for a long time and stay in it and don't go and do something else or, or you know, the people that, that, that leave a mark, that make a dent in this world, in this industry, you know, the, the, it's, it's a relatively small minority to do that. And as a result of that, um, we tend to uh, encounter each other over and over again throughout our careers. And if you burn a bridge, uh, you know, for the sake of ego, you think you're right or something like that, and you say something just to get something off your chest, uh, and it ends up fracturing the relationship with someone, most likely it will uh, come back to haunt you at some point down the track. And it just reinforced that when she said that, it was just quite eye-opening. I, I didn't really do the math. I hadn't done the math. And uh, also the other thing is that we had done business across multiple countries as well. So uh, she had been in the States, uh, United States, and then she worked for a number of years down in Australia, uh, and now she's back in the States again. And, and uh, so we, we'd work, worked across countries and continents uh, together in various different business capacities and various different relationship capacities. So super eye-opening to be reminded of just how long-term some of our relationships in this industry really, really, truly become. Uh, the second uh, issue that happened or the second situation that happened that I think will hopefully illuminate these types of scenarios and how you know, burning bridges and taking names is something that, that I see happen all too frequently and it ends up hurting the person doing the bridge burning ultimately at the end of the day uh, is a situation that, that, that we, uh, we have a number of different partners that we work with, various different technology partners, various different uh, professional services partners, various different, uh, you know, as part of building out uh, omni-channel commerce solutions uh, and as uh, part of building out new retail commerce solutions, um, you know, one agency can't do absolutely everything. So you always have to work with various technology partners and vendors and various other solution providers to put the full solution together. And so, uh, you know, you have to work with marketing agencies and branding agencies and SEO agencies and, and the like. So everybody has their own areas of specialization and we all, we all put the solution together um, as a joint effort. Now, typically an agency like ours will maybe lead the effort, but, but that doesn't mean we can do it all on our own. So we're the orchestrators and we put it together and we program manage it and we make sure it all gets delivered holistically. But that, that's, that's a bit beside the point. But in this particular case, one of our partners uh, that we're working on a number of joint projects together on, uh, they, uh, they've had some, some challenges around delivering parts of their project and that's, that's had an adverse impact uh, on our timeline, our delivery timeline, because there's, there's a lot of codependencies on each other uh, to deliver um, certain pieces in a certain order so that we can each do our you know, respective parts on the project. And because they're some, some of the things from their side have been delayed and they've had some technical challenges along the way, it's had a big impact on our delivery as well. And ultimately that affects the customer. And that's what you're trying to avoid. You're trying to avoid any uh, spillover impact into the uh, merchant, merchant experience that you're trying to deliver for the merchant. So uh, I needed to jump on a call uh, with someone uh, at, within this partnership uh, on that side. So I scheduled a meeting, flicked, flicked an email across, somebody I know very well, it's someone I've known from the industry for a very long time, and I've worked on a number of projects over the years together. And I said, look, can we, can we have a call to try to iron this out and try to get to a resolution here? Uh, because these, these issues, uh, and there was a number of challenges we're facing uh, jointly together, and you know, basically said, can we, can we tee up a phone call to try to you know, get to the bottom of this as quick as we can and try to push, push things along uh, on behalf of the customer? And so uh, he, of course, was very open to that, and we, we, he rang through to the office, he rang through to my cell phone, 
and uh, I was in the middle of the office and, and when I picked up the phone and I knew it was this person that I have this long-standing relationship with, I was like, hey, how you doing? You know, happy new year. I hadn't, hadn't spoken to him in the, in the new year yet. So I said, happy new year. How you doing? Uh, and then I, I quickly left the office so I wouldn't disrupt the office and, and I went into a private room so we could have a private conversation. But just in my initial answering of that call, uh, you know, I said, I, I said the person's name and, I, and, and then we proceeded to have, you know, 15 minutes of personal conversation that had absolutely nothing to do with business and absolutely nothing to do with the issues that we're trying to resolve together. Um, but we just spent a bit of time catching up on each other's life, lives, personal lives, uh, and having, you know, a genuine human conversation and a genuine human connection before we kind of got down to the nitty gritty of trying to resolve the issues that we were jointly facing. Um, and I, once I finished up with this call, the call ended up being about an hour long. Uh, we, we agreed together how we were going to attack this. We aligned, we aligned our approach and we walked away with some respective action points that, that I was going to take and some action points he was going to take. And then we're going to resync on Monday and make sure we're all on track and, uh, hopefully get things uh, back in order again as quickly as possible. And uh, we ended up on a very friendly note. There was no animosity or anger at all. And, uh, you know, least of all from my side, definitely. And uh, I felt like we ended on a really, really strong, positive note. And we both felt felt pretty good. And we felt like it was a win-win conversation. And uh, I now also know uh, personally more about this person as a human than I ever have before because uh, they shared and, and, and were a bit, uh, I guess, uh, I asked some some personal questions that I might not otherwise ask, just as an opener to the conversation, and that allowed me to see some insights into their lives that I that I've never seen before, and so that that made us uh, you know ha- allowed us to have a deeper connection as human beings, which which is the foundation of everything we do anyway uh, on a day to day basis. And so when I came back into the office for that conversation, uh, my coworker said to me, "Wow, that was." Uh, that was a very friendly conversation, wasn't it? And I said, absolutely. I said, it went really super well. Um, you know, the outcome's great. We're going we're gonna to tee back up on Monday and we're going to make sure that everything's back on track, but, but everything's sounding really positive. And, and he was like, wow. He said, that's, that's amazing. He said, I thought, you know, I thought you'd be really serious and I thought you'd be, you know, quite, uh, you know, quite, you know, get straight into it and say, you know, this is what's going wrong and you need to do this and you need to do that and kind of, uh, kind of be quite strong on, on the call. And, and, and I simply said, well, I said, would that ultimately at the end of the day, would that have got me to where I ultimately wanted to get to? And the out, would that have got the outcome that I wanted um, if I had taken that approach? And he said, well, well, probably not. And, and I said, well, well, why not? And uh, he said, because obviously then the person would have gone on the defensive and they would have you know, been trying to justify why things were going the way they were working and justify their, their actions and behaviors and, and really try to put up a defensive front uh, because they would, have, they would have felt attacked. And I said, you, you're exactly right. That's exactly what would have happened. And, and, I, and, and he said, well, you know, uh, you know, you don't also don't want to be a pushover. And I said, have you ever known me to be a pushover? And he said, oh, definitely not. Uh, you're, you're the furthest thing from that. And I said, well, you don't have to be an asshole to not be a, a pushover. That they are not mutually exclusive. Uh, you don't have to allow people to walk all over you to be a nice guy. Uh, I said you have to have standards and you have to have boundaries and you have to make those very clear. But you don't have to be a dick while you're doing it. Uh, and he said, "Well, you've got a you know you've got a very good point there." And I said, and he said, "Well, you know, wh- why why are you so concerned? I guess about those those relationships. If you're in the position of strength and you're in the right." Then, then why, why would you be so concerned about, you know, what they think of you, or, or if they, 
if they uh, you know, kind of get their back up in response to something that you say. And I said, well, there's, there's lots of reasons for this. You know, first of all, I actually want to I want to be a good person. That's, that's, that's the first thing. So for myself, I have my own personal standards of behavior uh, that, don't, uh, that I, I don't want to let anyone else's behavior dictate what my standards become. Uh, you know, some people term that, you know, don't lower yourself to, to somebody else's level. Well, whatever you term that, I, I just simply have my own personal standards of behavior that I'm not willing to, I'm not willing to sink to a level that I'm not comfortable with and that I can't, I can't live with. That's the first thing. Uh, then the second thing I said was, well, look, you absolutely, in these scenarios, you 99.9% .9 of the time, you will have to work with this person again. So even if, you, even if you make your point and you get through the given project and you were right, rah, 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 and you get the outcome exactly that you wanted by being a bull in a china closet, and let's say you, you acted like an absolute dick about it, and you got the outcome that you wanted ultimately, that's, that's the analogy that I gave is, you might have uh, won the battle, but you'll have lost the war because the reality is, is you will now have, be in a position of weakness when you have to inevitably work with this person again in the future, whether at their current place of employ or their current company or their current business or a future one. Um, because as I said right in the beginning, you oftentimes work with people for long periods of time in this industry because it's so small and so tight-knit. And as a result of that, whether it's now or later, you'll eventually cross paths with this person again and do you want to be known as the dick who got his way, but that everybody hates to work with and will actually go out of their way to avoid working with you? Probably not, because that's going to ultimately hurt you in the long run. Uh, I, I think the other thing that I, that I raised, and he said, well, that's, you know, that's a really good point. Uh, the other thing that I raised is that you will inevitably, or your business, or your colleagues, or your project, your delivery, you will eventually fuck up somewhere along the way yourself. You will never, ever be perfect because we're human beings and human beings by their very nature are not perfect. We do make mistakes. And the reality is you're going to need the brownie points someday yourself. So whilst you might think that you are in a position of strength today in a given situation and you might think, wow, we've done everything right and this other party uh, is dragging the chain and, and hurting us uh, and therefore I'm going to take it out on them. You might, you might think that today, but I can guarantee you uh, you know, uh, as, as day follows night, uh, you will at some point or your team or your company will make a mistake that will put them in the position of strength. And would you want them to talk to you the way that you are talking to them? So a bit of the golden rule, you know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. But, but just flip that script for a second and put yourself in their position and think, gosh, if we, if we were the ones that actually made the mistake, if we were the ones that were causing the issues in this project, um, you know, how would I want to be approached about this? How would I want to be talked to? How would, how would the other party have to talk to me to get the outcome that they want, which is ultimately to clear the, clear the blockage and get the project back on track or get the, the, get the deal back on track or whatever it may be that, that, that is in question or at play. How would they have to speak to me to get the outcome that they're after. Well, for me personally, they'd have to just treat me like a human being. They'd have to realize that, you know, they don't have context for what I'm going through. They don't have a, they don't have the full picture. They don't have the full context of what our business is going through. And, and, you know, they, they might not know how fast we're growing. They might not know, they might not know uh, very, you know, they, they don't know all the inner workings of your company. They might not know any commercial challenges that you're going through. Uh, they, they might not, they just simply do not, you know, you could have lost a key team member um, through illness or they left the business or whatever the case may be. And, and you, just, you just do not have that context. 
and as a result of that, there is no way that, that they would have that background. And so you would expect them to show some empathy and to treat you like a human being, give you a chance to explain the situation and to give you some little, little insights into that context uh, to give you an appreciation and an empathy for them. Uh, and you would expect that for you. And therefore, uh, you have to give that empathy straight back to them because you will most likely find yourself in exactly this, that same situation at some point. So uh, I guess I said all that to say that, you know, in today's fast-paced world, uh, you know, a lot of people, it, it's very, very easy to let your, your ego uh, take over, especially when you think you're in the right. And, you know, it's a bit like the old saying on the road, you can be dead right too. So you might be at a, in an intersection where you have the right of way, uh, but you, if you pull out in front of an 18-wheeler, uh, even though you might have the right of way, but if, if an 18-wheeler is speeding towards you and you pull out in front of them, uh, you may be dead when they hit you, uh, even though you may have had the right of way to pull out. So it's the same way in the rest of our lives. You may be in the right. You may think you've done nothing wrong. You may think that the responsibility for resolving something resides with the other party. But at the end of the day, you could also be dead right too. So you're effectively cutting off your nose to spite your face if you're burning bridges in the process of being right. Uh, and so that's just a, a couple of really interesting real-time experiences from, that happened literally yesterday that brought this scenario into absolute crystal clear focus for me. And I thought that it may be uh, a useful bit of experience to share with you uh, to give you some insights, and I, and I see this especially with, with, with younger people, uh, not always. Uh, age is not always the, the arbiter of, of how these situations turn out, but for me personally, I often see this with, with young people. You know, they're, they're really hungry, they're really driven, they're really, uh, you know, they've got, they've got boundless energy, uh, and they want things to happen fast. They sometimes are a little bit impatient, and as a, re as a result of that scenario, um, they, when they are in the right or when they believe they're in the right in a given situation, they can, they can be exceptionally brutal and exceptionally abrasive to the other people that are in the situation alongside them. And, uh, you know, I see them burning bridges in scenarios where I think, man, this is, you don't realize it right now, but that is going to come back and bite you in the ass one day. And you're probably going to regret, uh, even though you may be right in this situation, uh, but it's all a matter of context and perception is reality for everybody. So you might perceive that you're right in this context, but does the other person perceive that you're right? And even if they do, does your behavior mean that they will avoid and go out of their way at all costs from working with you again in the future? Or will you put them in a position where they will do everything in their power to sabotage you from within or from without? Will they make sure that you are not successful moving forward? Will they sometime in your future, maybe sometime in the future, they may... Uh, be in a position to be your boss. They may be the hiring manager for a position that you're going for and you don't end up getting the job because of the history that you have with that person and your behavior in the past. So, you know, if you want to play the long game uh, in our industry, but in any industry, if you want to play the long game, uh, and I'm not saying, uh, going right back to the beginning of this episode, I'm not suggesting that anybody should be a pushover and be walked all over. But by the same token, we can't afford to lose our humanity. We can't afford to lose our professionalism. We can't afford to lose our respect uh, because the long-term consequences are just not worth uh, losing those relationships. Relationships are what matter. Relationships are what will build your future career. We rely on relationships for every single facet of our life. 
personal and professional, and uh, we should really focus on growing those first. So focus on the relationship first, and everything else will flow naturally from that. So hopefully you guys have got some use out of that. Wish you all the best. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.